You're listening to At This Time, a podcast resource of Valleydale Church. Welcome to At This Time. I'm going to deal with something that took place on October the 14th, 1066. William the Norman was preparing all of that summer to invade England. Uh, Now, the king of England at that time was a guy by the name of Harold Godwinson, or better known as Harold II. He spent the the whole summer fighting his brother, who had brought over the Norwegians or the Anglo-Saxons, and they were invading the northern part of England. He defeats them, uh, but then moves his army toward the south because he's anticipating William coming across the channel and invading England, and that's exactly what happens. On that Saturday, uh, October the 14th, 1066, uh, the English have the high ground at a place called the Grey Apple Tree. Uh, It's now called or known as Battle, and that's where the battle took place. Uh, The English had the high ground, and they set themselves up in a very tight defensive position. They were shoulder to shoulder. They interlocked their shields like the old Romans had done. And uh, it was said that the English were so tightly pressed together on that hill that even when a man was killed, he couldn't fall dead. The Normans did something different. William did something a little differently with his army. He did something no one had really seen up until that time. He put them into three ranks. He had the archers up front. Then he had the infantry, and then behind that, he had heavy cavalry or knights that were on horseback. The first thing to happen was that the archers of William let loose a devastating um, attack with their arrows that had no effect on the English, didn't do anything. And so as they moved out of the way, he had his infantry run up the hill toward that massive wall of shields. The English literally pushed the Normans back. And as they pushed the Normans back, they began to break, and word got out that William had been killed in the battle. As that spread through the Norman troops, the Normans just began to dissipate. They turned, they ran in retreat And the English then broke, and they started down the hill on top of the Normans. Uh, Well, William was not dead. He knew all of this, and what he did was he rode forward. He took his helmet off, revealed his face, and he cried out, "Uh, I live, and by God's help, we will conquer this day. Well, they did. (laughs) It turned all of the Normans back around, and they defeated the English at battle that day. Well, it reminds me of something that takes place in the New Testament. If you get to John the chap, uh, chapter 19, you'll come to a verse. You remember that day Jesus is resurrected, and Peter and John are told by the women that the tomb was empty, that Jesus was alive. And so they run uh, to the tomb. John stops. He looks in. Peter then comes, and he goes into the tomb, And he sees all the linen wrappings, and then we're told in John's gospel that the facial cloth was folded up and set to the side. It was as if that day, when Jesus Christ was resurrected, 
he lifted up his helmet. He took that facial napkin off, and it was as if to say, I live. That's why you see a tremendous difference from the end of the Gospels to the beginning of the book of Acts. At the end of the Gospels, we watch these disciples flee that night that Christ is arrested. As they flee, they scatter. They come back. Christ appears to them, but they don't seem to have that kind of power. But you see it expressed in Acts chapter 2 when Peter stands to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. What happened? Christ had lifted his helmet and he said, I live. Now remember, no matter what the battle, no matter even if you are in retreat and you feel defeated, do what the hymn writer says. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face.